tune in to the Family Industrial Complex podcast here on Revolution Radio, Studio B, every Wednesday, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Get fit, empowered, physically, mentally, and spiritually. The Secret Kindergarten is here for the young children of the world. The best program on the radio for kids. Dealing with the most important topics in the whole universe. Fairy tales, music and movement, numbers, plants, animals, fun, colors, insects. Take care and cast your ears out to catch a story from the world of other young things. Reach out, up, under, and over. Sing a song. Talk about feelings. Just remember the magic word. The magic word is no. Step on into the secret kindergarten. Saturdays, 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Revolution Radio. We, we, we did not engage in conflict that was out of line with our mission. Is it disloyal? Is it sedition? Is it treason to oppose the hands of tyranny? Never! I will never send troops anywhere on a mission of that kind without telling them that if somebody shoots at them, they can darn well shoot back. I know not what course others may take. But as for me, give me liberty! Oh, give me! A dark cloud is finally lifting across the world as U.S. military intelligence and their global partners are destroying the deep state criminal power structure that has ruled over our planet for hundreds of years. We are free with the God-given rights, and we shall not yield that right to any power on Earth. Hi, I'm Scott McKay. The world is at, and I am your host on The Tipping Point. On Revolution Radio, where every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, we bring you the latest in this ensuing takedown of this global criminal empire. That's an image of strength. You'll get the raw, hard truth on The Tipping Point. So come join us Mondays, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, in Studio B at Revolution.Radio. Thanks for listening while we took that short break here at Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com. And now we're going to get back to your host. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to FreedomSlips.org, Revolution.Radio. My name is Dennis. The show that you're listening to is called Free Association. Uh, we're a listener-supported station, so if you can chip in $5 a month via Patreon or as a one-off thing, we we need your help. We need your help. Uh, have a look at revolution.radio. There are buttons and there are ways to make donations. So please, 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 if you can, if you're able to do something monthly, even if it's $5, $5 regularly makes a difference and, we, and means people can plan 
and pe- people know that the bills are going to get covered and know, well, know a certain amount of the bills are going to get covered at least, so you don't have to panic quite so much every month. <laughs> I've been on charity committees. I know how how strange that might sound to some people, but $5 a month could potentially keep the station on air. And uh, we do need your help, so please help if you can. Uh, If you can't do anything financially, come down and support us in the chat room. Have a conversation there. Share resources. Share what you know. And uh, make the world a better place. Well, if you can, make the world a better place. If you can't, just shout until you can. Um, yeah, it's a, it's going to be a strange show because I haven't got anything planned really at all. I was going to do a tribute to Mona, but I'm not going to do that this week. Uh, I'm just going to talk until until I run out of things to say, and then I'll probably cut the show short. Because I just, that's the way I feel today. And it's my show, so I can do what I like, really. And it, it's, I've been locked up for what feels like months. And it actually has been about five months since I was really out in, in Newcastle. The temperature's gone up a few degrees. So it's now warm enough for me to go out without shivering and feeling like I'm going to die. <laughs> so I'm going to do it. I'm going to go out and I'm probably going to have uh, a glass of wine maybe or a Pepsi or an orange juice or something tonight. But I'm uh, I'm going to have a bit of fun tonight and I'm going to have a bit of fun with this show as well because it's uh, it's one of those places where we talk about a lot of doom and gloom all the time and I'm... I've had enough of it, so I'm just I'm just going to ramble on until I run out of things to say. And it it might be a half an hour show, it might be forty five minutes, it might be whatever, but it is what it is. And then uh, when I've run out of things to say, I shall move on and and do some Saturday night having fun. So let's talk about Wednesday. Wednesday was an interesting show. It's a it was a round, it turned into a round table show. It was going to just be a conversation between me and Lenny, Lenny Time. Uh, but Mitzi showed up in the chat room and she was happy to come on. So we had a three three person round table, which is kind of what I want that show to be. So it turned into exactly what I wanted to be in the first month that it's existed, really. Uh, I've had a I've had a false start with a round table before because it was the wrong time slot, but this one seems to be the right time slot. So it, it's going to stay round table format with uh, the occasional clip show if I've got something that I really desperately want to play. But I'm going to try and make the Wednesday show conversational as much as I possibly can. Uh, so if you want to join in, contact me on Skype. Uh, if you look for Open Philosopher Free Association, there's two different accounts on Skype. You'll need to connect with both of them, but there's only one of them actually works. So uh, you can do that, or send me an email to freeassociationradioshow at protonmail.com if you want to take part in a roundtable on a Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 2 o'clock till 4 o'clock. 
your time and in the UK that's 7 p.m. till 9 and I'm open to conversations about everything I don't think we should be limiting the conversation so whatever's on your mind try and make it not too ranty make it kind of rational and coherent if you can but if you've got something you want to talk about then uh, get in touch and we'll have a conversation that's kind of the idea of that show so it's a it's it's about catharsis it's about getting things off your chest but in a way that's in a way that's helpful not in not in a way that's ranty and 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 abusive and hateful in a way that's helpful so yeah and after the show i was fired up because it was a good show and i enjoyed myself so i went over to the pub for a, a meeting of a libertarians group that just happens to meet about 30 seconds away from where I live or a couple of minutes away from where I live at, at the central station in Newcastle. So there was already, what, there was six or seven people in the group when I got there and there was another, there was another person joined later on. So that turned out to be a good group as well. And they're, they're all... They're all kind of open-minded people who are trying their best to get through crises and and of various sorts. But it, and it was but it was a good conversation. They want to have some fun on a Wednesday, and it was an open conversation that just kind of went in whatever direction it went, which is the way that I do the radio show. So it was a continuation of of the radio show, really which is great. So I need to double check that people can hear me because I haven't done that yet. Let's say hello to the the people in the chat room. Let's do that now. All right. Thanks, Mace, for the, the audio check. So we've got Mace and Fleeced in the chat room at Rev, Rev Radio at the moment. So yeah, the upshot of the of that uh, Wednesday meeting is I now know about another meeting on a Sunday afternoon. That's once a month. In in Hexham, they've given me permission to talk about these meetings, so I'm not saying anything out of hand. I was trying to keep it vague on Wednesday because I didn't have really permission, and it's just it's a small kind of personal private group really. But they but they want to make it a bit bigger. So I've got permission to talk about it and uh, invite people in, really. So if you live in Newcastle and you want to meet up once a month, we can do that at the Libertarians Group, which is the third Wednesday of the month. And again, send me an email to freeassociationradioshow at protonmail.com and I'll tell you where the meeting is exactly and what time and all that I connect you up with these people but uh, yeah I'd like to I'd like to meet a few more people they want to meet a few more people so I think it's a good that's a good place to start as much as anything else uh, yeah so I'm happy with that meeting as it's going at the moment obviously it's the first one I've been to for almost a year I don't know exactly what's going on under the surface, but but there's been growth 
in the meeting. So there's now two meetings instead of one. So that's a good sign. If it, if it goes one, one more meeting per year that we can get established, then in five years' time, we, we've, got a, we've got a network in the northeast so and i'm used to building networks i'm used to building small networking groups from my time when i was when i was hanging out at academy and uh, rise and all of those kind of places when, when they first started to happen which is 20 years ago nearly now so it's a long time ago and I, I spent a lot of it. I put a lot of effort into into growing my network twenty years ago at small networking events and bigger networking events in London mostly. But uh, they were business marketing kind of events more than they were anything else. But they were but they were full of free spirits and and free thinking people. Which is what the libertarians of uh, groups are full of, really. So it's the same kind of vibe, but with a different title and some slight. There's not really very many rules, but there are one or two rules in the libertarian group, but uh, not many. Whereas there are quite a few in academy, and I think I prefer the the less rules you can get away with, the better. And I think probably the golden rule is all you all you need ultimately is just do unto others as you would have them do to you. Do what you would do what you would want people to do to you, to them. Which is ultimately just be open, accept and love people. That's that's what you want, isn't it? That's what everybody wants. They want to be open and accepted have an open and accepted conversation and be loved by people. So that's what you've got to do with the people you meet. And no matter who they are, really, even if it comes down to like a conversation with Anthony Fauci, you've still somewhere down the line. If you want him to listen to you, you've got to listen to him. And I know that's uh, that would be a very difficult thing to do, but that's how that's how the golden rule works. That's how reciprocity works. So that's kind of how you've got to do it. In uh, in you find your own way to do it, but that's ultimately what it comes down to. It's the simplest way of explaining things. All right, I'm quite run out of steam yet, but I'm getting to the point where I've run out of steam. So let me take a breath, uh, play some. I've got right. I've got some sound pads full of stuff, and I don't remember what any of it is. So I want to take a. Oh, here we go. Let's do this. Is this is music, isn't it? Let me just play thirty seconds of music while I get my breath, and then we'll take it from there.
Okay, so uh, there, there's a few things that happened on, on Wednesday that I kind of still want to talk about. Uh, some of it's personal, some of it's a bit more general. So I'm going to I'm gonna generalize it all so that nobody knows what the personal bits are and what they aren't. But uh, we were having we were having a conversation about uh, channeling extraterrestrials and about UFOs, and we were having a conversation. Well, one of the conversations we were having Zomb- the zombie apocalypse, which was kind of I introduced that. I was trying to find a humorous way to talk about the zombie apocalypse. Uh, it's a very, it's a place with very dark humour. The, the Libertarians, it's it, Rev Radio's the same, really. It's it's, it's dark humour. It's humour about death and destruction, and it's like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of underlying kind of sadness and bitterness and anger and frustration, but you can you can disguise it all with humour. And turn it into like a, an amusing way to talk about the zombie zombie apocalypse. So I was doing my best to do that, and because I haven't been out, I haven't been socialising for weeks and weeks and weeks. Not over Christmas at all, really. So I was a little bit hyper. So I kind of dominated the conversation a little bit more than I wanted to, but it was it gave me a chance to talk about me a little bit, which I don't do that often, and. Uh, yeah, I think it was just needed. It was a place where people were prepared to accept me talking about me for a while because they knew that I needed to do it. And uh, and a lot of people, com- well, a couple of people commented on me on the fact that I've lost weight, which I have, because I've I've been sick, so I've been throwing up like every day pretty much for the last five months, and uh, I haven't been able to keep keep food down very much so it's like there's only a small proportion of the food that I'm eating is actually staying in uh, which means that I'm I've, I've lost two inches from my waist I've literally I'm back into trousers that I was going to throw away so I'm not back to back to being a 36 inch waist instead of a 38 and I wasn't actually 38 inch waist it was, it was still an inch spare there but there's the spare on the 36 now, so I think it's a good thing. And I've I've stopped throwing up for the last couple of days, so I think well, I'm still trying to. But I'm coughing rather than retching now. You don't need to know the details really, but uh, I say they're not all that pleasant. But the point is that I'm not as sick as I was. That's really the point that I'm making. Is I'm I'm not carrying as much weight as I was. I wasn't carrying very much, but I was at the top of my weight range. So now I'm not at the top of the weight range anymore. I'll have to get some scales and, and actually do a, a measurement session of of what I, what I actually am. All these measurements, but I, from from the look of me, I've lost about a stone. You can see it in my face, and you can I can see it in my belly. The belly that was there isn't there as as much now, uh, but I've I've not got as much energy as I used to have. I went up I went up to the soup kitchen for the first time in months 
on Wednesday evening, no, Thursday evening, and the walk, and it was freezing cold, admittedly, but the walk up to the soup kitchen exhausted me, partly because I was concentrating hard on not falling over, but also because I haven't done a lot of walking in the last four or five months I've been stuck in the house. So I want to get out and about again, and I managed I managed to get up there. This doesn't sound like a major achievement, but actually it is. For, for me, in the situation that I'm in, it's a 10-minute walk, let's say, and then a 10-minute 10 minute, 10 minute of hanging around in the queue in the freezing cold um, till you can get in there. And I managed to eat half portion of of the main course that they were that they were giving, which was a, a chicken stew kind of deal, chicken casserole with rice, which was very, very tasty. And I didn't throw it up. It stayed down. So that's a major achievement for, for me in the place that I am at the moment. That's a major, major achievement. So I had a cup of coffee and a, a chicken chicken casserole with rice. And I brought brought some soup home with me, some lentil soup. So it all it all stayed it all stayed in my system, which means that I can start going back to the soup kitchen again, as long as I'm eating half portions of everything. And I'm, I'll put a bit of weight on that way. I don't want to put on too much weight, but you do it a little bit. And the soup kitchen is as good as good a way to, the people's kitchen is good as good a way to do that as any, because I need to get out the house and I'm not drinking now anyway. So I need to get out into a situation where there isn't alcohol, where I can just eat and sit quietly with a cup of coffee and maybe have a conversation with a couple of people because I know a couple of people up there, and I talk to the volunteers and I talk to a few of the regulars. And that gives me a social life without without the pub, even, even though I'm going to the pub tonight. It, um, I might just have a Pepsi. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have a drink. I don't think I might just have a Pepsi. But the the point is that I've got a I've got a little bit of a social life without alcohol, even though some of it's in a pub. So when I want when I want it, it's there. And it's a rough place, but it's but it's good people. The people are, generally speaking, are, are good. Everybody's got issues. Everybody's working their way through stuff. But uh, they're basically okay people. Yeah. So so I'm going to start going back to the soup kitchen again, and I can do that four four evenings a week, plus. If I if I manage to wake up on Saturday and Sunday morning, they do breakfast as well. I didn't manage that today. I was I was going to do it, but I didn't didn't wake up because I was awake half the night. So it's the insomnia that's the next thing on the list. If I manage to sort out the nausea, and I'm not peeing myself as much as I was, so my bladder seems to be sorting itself out as well. So that's two things out of three that needed sorting. So the next thing is the insomnia. So 
what that means is I've got to stop watching zombie apocalypse videos. And I, I figured, I figured out what the, the bladder thing was. I'm pretty sure I figured out what the bladder thing was. And it's probably, probably this, it's the same thing that's affecting my sleep. So it's, it's seeing the world as hostile. It's seeing the world as dangerous. So what what happens when you get frightened? You you pee yourself, don't you? You lose control of your bladder and your bowels or whatever. And you, if you get frightened, you you wet yourself. So and what I've what's happened for me is I, I woke up and I was I lost control of of my bladder. Well, complete no no bladder control at all in August last year. So that's a manifestation of my fear of death. It's my, a manifestation of my fear of dying physically so that I can't avoid it. So what's happened is I've had to sit and look hard at the type of videos I'm watching and the type of conversations I'm having and start being much more selective. Um, the, we've already had four years of propaganda about how hostile and dangerous the world is due to a virus, and I'm, I didn't buy into that consciously, but subconsciously some of it's gone in. And I think uh, that's what's caused the, the physical manifestation of this bladder problem, is the, the thought that the world's a hostile place, the thought that the world's a dangerous place, and it, it's... The thought that it's going to kill me is forced because the bladder problem forces you to stay in the house where it's safe. So the so the my body's telling me that there's a problem with with fear going on. So, but that's where you've got to look for the source of the problem is the psychology. So now that I know that, I can slowly kind of build up. Face the fear is what you've got to do after that. So if the it's the world in general that I've been seeing as a dangerous place, then I need to get out into the world in general. But I'm starting with places that are relatively supportive and relatively safe. So the, the libertarian group is one of those places. Uh, Stand in the park is another, but there's too much fear-mongering goes on in Stand in the park, really. And too much, for me, too much anti-Jewish sentiment goes on there. So I've I've cut that right back. I've, I'm out of the Telegram groups that I was in mostly now. So I'm not getting bombarded with all of that stuff. So the world can, can do whatever it does, and I'll do my little bit of it. But I'm not going to get made sick by fear of a hostile world because it's not going to, I'm not, I'm not uh, accepting the fact that it's a hostile world. I'm just not going to, I'm not doing it. So it's going to, it's going to be a world in that. It, so I came up with this affirmation, which is, I love the world and the world loves me. And I think that probably works as a kind of baseline affirmation. Because it's it's shifting my head around, so I wanted to share that today. Well, I didn't I didn't know I was going to share that today, but I am. 
because I think it's a good place to start. So I love the world, and the world loves me. If you if you're into affirmations, that's that's as good a place to start as any. And if you've got a bladder condition or any kind of fear of the world or fear fear of death due to a hostile virus or fear of death due to a, a contaminated vaccine, whatever it is that you've got a fear of, start from I love the world and the world loves me. Because if all there is is love, then there is no danger. And if there is no danger, you don't need to be frightened. And if you're not frightened, your bladder problem will go away. That's the logic of it anyway. So I'm hoping that that, that kind of logic, I hope, I'm hoping the last five months of me wetting myself every 20 minutes is going to solve some people's problems along the way because I'm, I'm going to turn this into a coaching session, I think. And uh, and work people through it because again, one of the conversations that I was having on Wednesday was somebody else who's got a a similar situation going on. It's not exactly the same, but similar. So I know that this will benefit people, and I'm I need to make a living, so I need to turn it into something that will earn me a living. So I'm going to turn it into a coaching session, and. Uh, well, I, I used to do coaching years and years ago, 20 years ago. I was charging, it was business coaching, so it was it was specifically marketed towards small businesses, but I was charging like £100 an hour, up to, up to £225 an hour I was charging for my coaching. So I'm going to start from that point because that's what I was, that's, that was the going rate 20 years ago. It'll probably be far more now. I don't know what the going rate is. But in terms of online coaching, I shall have to work it out. But that's my starting point is £100 an hour for this particular session because it's taken five months of my life to work it out. And I think it's... Uh, it's valuable for people, so I'm entitled to charge for value, I think. And I'm I'm entitled to recognize the value of my own thought process and the value of my own way of looking at the world for other people because I kind of get there ahead of other people for some reason. In my life, I've always been ahead of the crowd, which means that I'm working stuff out on my own, but then giving it away to people because I find a whole lot of people who need it. Uh, but this time it's got to be a, it's got to be a business model of some sort. So it's got to be coaching or, well, I've, I've started looking at astrology charts again as well. So it'll be kind of coaching based on astrology with Reiki thrown in for good measure occasionally, but, uh, mostly, my version of all of those things. Right, I think we've just got to to a point where I need more music and I need to settle my head down and figure out what I want to talk about next. So let's have a, let's have that music again. 
it is going to be a short show today just because it, it, the sun's going down and I want to get out and about. But uh, I just wanted to wrap, I want to wrap up just by, by saying, you, you know, all those things that made no sense at the time. Uh, all of those things you did in workshops 20 years ago and 25 years ago that nobody was interested in particularly. And they looked like you, you were a lunatic. They kind of, they start to make sense 25 years later when you put them all together. So it, it might just be me, but, uh, I'm finding apart from anything else, all of the things that I've done make good stories and amuse people. So, and it's, it's a time when people need to be amused as, as much as, as much as practical help, people just need to have a smile on their face and be, be amused by me talking gibberish or me talking nonsense for half an hour or for an hour on a, on a Saturday. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up because I am itching to get out and get some fresh air before the sun goes down completely. But, uh, thanks for listening. And I appreciate the fact that there's people, people there listening. So I'll see you on Wednesday with a, a two-hour show on Wednesday. I'll, I'll guarantee two hours on Wednesday. And it's 2 p.m. Studio A. And if we can round up a, a group of people for a conversation, we'll have a round table. If not, I'll do some, some clips and we'll take it that way. So that's it. Uh, see you next week. See you Wednesday. Have a good weekend. the ever-changing dynamics of being both physically and mentally prepared for a plethora of possible outcomes to our future and present. A look into the latest technologies, new scientific discoveries, and how they might be used in connection to the human domain and controlling it, ancient cultures and places. Be warned. This is an opinionated look through headlines. Guests that are not afraid to question the narrative. A little bit of crazy ramblings of a stoner conspiracy factus that pushes constitutional concepts. The place and the time are the same, another dimension we call Mountain High Time. Saturdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Mountain High Time. Right here on Revolution.Radio, where information never sleeps and truth breaks the spell.
Are you interested in the paranormal? Murder mystery? Real natural law? Do you enjoy interviews with amazing guests? Then join Crip Rick every Monday night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Revolution Radio. Studio A, freedomslips.com. Crypt Rick's iPhone, thank you. Welcome to the Crypt. <laughs> The Secret Kindergarten is here for the young children of the world. The best program on the radio for kids. Dealing with the most important topic 